Welcome to the K3M Show, sharing with you marketing and business tips based on decades of practical experience. No fluff or theory. And here's your host, Andy Rao. Hello, welcome to the latest Key3Media podcast. Another Q&A session. People, since we're doing these videos and everyone listening as well on yeah. Anchor and all that kind of stuff, people have been asking us questions about marketing, about video, about podcasts. So we've got a few more to go through. So thought that might be of interest to any business owners out there. So we've got the whole team here for anyone who's not watching. We have Tara. Hi. Video genius, video queen. Don't like to brag, we, yeah. <laughs> I say about kings and queens a lot, but I don't know if that's, yeah. if that's sexist or something. Now. It'll be somethingist, won't it? So, But she's very good at video, so that. Um, Louise. Hi. Account manager, managing director, general, yeah. gen- generally runs the ship. You could say that, I suppose. <laughs> I've been away recently, and yeah, Louise been running everything. We've also got Jenny. Hiya. Social media. Come on. Can't say queen. Guru. 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 Listen, I'm the Indian one. I And of course, we've. Nothing racist, you can say that. Oh, I have a guru all the time. Um, and then we have Kimberly. Kimmy, Kim. Kim, Kim, Kim. We have Kim who uh, obviously you've met quite recently a few times, which is our content creator to, to, to nick a line about what we were talking about a minute ago. Yeah. But Kim knows everything about, about LinkedIn and about copywriting. So uh, who, who wants to start with question question one then? Someone called Karen Johnson has contacted us on Facebook. Is that right? Do you want to do this one, Lou? Um, yeah, so she's asked, I see you've added more Google services to your website. Could you briefly explain what they are? Right, so well perceived, yes you have. Um, as the team's grown, so of our services, um, we actually, we all have, for the last couple of years, we're doing Google AdWords, which is what I do, um, and also SEO for websites, the technical side of stuff, as well as blogging. I think we've gone over that before. <laughs> do we have um, a podcast coming up on AdWords? We do, okay, yeah, cool. in the pipeline. We Excellent. mentioned it briefly in our last q and I think. Yes. Um, but there will be one coming because you guys are keen on it. Excellent. You ask, we will provide. <laughs> um, but so the other Google services we've recently added are um, Google My Business Listings and also Google 360 Tours. Um, so as you might know or you might not know, when you search a business on Google, um, on the right hand side of the search results comes up a little listing. It's sort of like a, an alternative, I guess, to Yell, what Yell used to sort of do. Yeah. Yell.com. <laughs> old fashioned My thing. My arch bloody yeah. nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, as a business, I think, does, does Google auto generate one for you if you haven't filled it in yourself? Does it provide information? Without you I'm not sure. It yeah. I think it's like that Facebook thing, like sometimes it'll pop up a it page that'll look like a page yeah, where yeah, say, but is this you? But it's not real. But really what you want to do, that's a great space for you and it's completely free as a business to go in and fill it in with all your details so that people when they're searching on Google, they'll find out all the information that they want about you. So contact details are important to fill in. Um, but also Google provides you the option to do a 360 tour, a virtual tour. So it's a bit like Google Earth, um, which has been around for a while, mm-hmm. um, but you can actually go and have a tour, not just outside, but also inside your office or place of business, shop, whatever you have. Um, we actually had it done ourselves uh, last month. That was quite fun, actually. It was interesting. Yeah, it was. It was fun. So, um, so we can actually do that for you. So 
you can't just do it with a regular camera, you need specialised equipment, so we've got a technician, he'll come out and do that for you, we've been doing that for a couple of people. Excellent, um, that's, and that's a really good tick in the Google box as well, isn't definitely, it? Definitely, so, yeah. So, and what are obviously quite new 30 second videos in Google My Business list, so you've done a few haven't you, Tara? I have, yeah, so that's another service, like you said, Google My Business videos, um, they're quite an informative way for people just to get a quick um, input of all the information you want to put out there. Um, and yeah, it's, it's 30 seconds, so it's not that long at all. Mm. It might not seem that much, but you can fit enough information in a video like, like the one for Google My Business, so mm. we do that as well. Yeah. Cool. Excellent, excellent. Another question then. Uh, so we have somebody called, oh, Tim. We love Tim. Tim. Tim Masters, he runs a restaurant down in London. He says, I've been watching your Marketing Monday videos on YouTube. Excellent, him and my mother, that's two now. Uh, I've been watching your Marketing Monday videos on YouTube and saw you have a lot of videos uploaded to your channel. How often would you suggest doing a video for a business as I don't think I could do a video as often as you have been? Oh, don't put yourself down, Tim. That's, that's, that's all. all right, Tara, do you want to take over this one? You're, you're, you're the video um, expert. Well, I, I don't feel like you need a specific kind of scheduling for making a video. If you want to start doing it, that's fantastic. You don't have to think, right, I need to do one once every week. If you don't have the time, that's understandable. At least you're making the effort and putting a video out there. Um, me and Andy, we do a lot of videos together, but different types of videos. So you, like Tim has said about the Marketing Monday, we also do Marketing Keepers. And that we try and do once a week, but sometimes it could be two weeks where we miss one, but we do one. Um, as long as you're making the effort and putting it out there and putting the information out there, then that's that's fine. Our podcast we do two a week, so um, it's all depending on the videos you want to put out there. I think it's, I think the content side is is the hardest. Cause yeah, it, it's a weird one, but you've got to make time to find the you content. Do. But weirdly, when you're just browsing online on news you're getting content there and then anyway like it's oftentimes we see an article and we think oh you know this will be really important for the team to see and we share it on our channels so yeah, yeah. if you haven't got the content don't force it and don't yeah. force a video because then you won't enjoy making it um but uh, that's that's a good point what you said about the about the content because i know often we thought oh we haven't got anything to talk about then we'll write down five points and to be honest, once we start talking, those five points could have been yeah. turned into five videos. Yeah, so now we try and focus on one yeah. thing, yeah. don't we? So even if the one little thing's been surprising, once the video camera starts well, as long as you're comfortable in front of the camera and not picking your nose and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So. There's, there's a story behind that. I there now is a story. Know. I don't just. It was an Instagram, an Instagram fail. But every photo I take now, I need to get the team to approve. Mm, I know, I, I know that. I know that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, com content will always be so working out what you have to say. Yeah. But I think I think a lot of people would be surprised. Think, oh, I'm going to say about my business, but there's always something going on yeah. in, in every industry. Yeah, something's always relevant, isn't it? So, yeah. yeah. Even if you do like a just a one minute, two minute video, it's something. So just take your time and, and find the kind of scheduling and content-wise, that's that's right for you, so. What do you say the minimum is? Because it has to be, you can't do one every month and expect miracles. No, exactly. If you're going to do one every month, then you've got to understand that you might not get the, the audience reception and all that, as you would if you were posting one every week. I mean, we've slowly built up the fact that we can sometimes release up to four or five videos mm -hmm. in one week for different things that we do. Um, so you're going to get that. But if you wanted to start building up and getting a good reception back, I would suggest doing one a week. Um, and and even if it's five minutes, then that's kind of a good amount of time. So what do you say ballpark? I mean, we know Tim works in the restaurant chamber. Say, like, for the average business in the average industry, what would you advise? Like, how many videos should I do a week? What do you reckon would be a good a good sort of target that's doable? Um, 
if you've got a, like a team behind you to help, I would say two. Uh, I suppose one, that makes a difference. If it's one if person on his own, that's on his own then yeah, yeah. So um, two, I think, to begin with, because it gives you time to think of all the different things you could come up with and talk about. It's so like our Marketing Monday videos are very different from our Marketing Keepers videos, are different from our podcast videos. So um, it's finding what type of video and what genre of video suits you and to, to go from there and take what works for you. So, and, and, and it's also not just YouTubers. I mean, we upload videos to LinkedIn. We upload them to Facebook. I mean, my daughter's always laughing because our YouTube channel has like 16 subscribers or something and they've got like, 60 or something they've only been doing, and they, they did a gym fails video so them trying to do gymnastics and like falling over from what I can make out and it's had thousands of views and it's like well that's that's a bit depressing but then when you look in the statistics when you look at LinkedIn you look at YouTube you look at Facebook and you add them all up the whole viral nature of video and I think single-handedly it's been the best thing we've done for our business since we've been doing them mm. we're busier than ever and been doing more inquiries yeah. than ever so I think video if it's properly worked out and the content's there, I think it'd be a fantastic yeah. thing for and any business. Don't be discouraged. If we can do it. Yeah, and don't be discouraged if at first you feel like no one's reacting and watching. Yeah. The key mm. thing is just consistency. Keep going, keep doing it for yourself if you feel like, you know, you don't have the audience yet. Because our audience is growing and growing. And the more you do, the more people will come and watch and that's just kind of how it works. So. Keep I'm, going. Yeah. I mean, there's a guy called James <laughs> Sinclair who I follow. He runs a business called The Party Man. Very successful entrepreneur, and he's recorded a video recently-ish. If you go and have a look for it on YouTube, you'll find it. And it's all about how persistent you need to be on YouTube. Yeah. That it can take one, two, three years, and then suddenly, whoosh, it mm. will kick in. Yeah. And that's why most people give up, don't they? They yeah. do it for a couple of months, and then, oh, it hasn't got me any business. It's like, you don't go to a networking meeting once and expect people yeah. to because you have to turn up every week or every fortnight. Yeah. And, and it sort of sort of separates the week from the chaff, I think, because mm. if you give up because it's a little bit difficult, then you've probably got other business worries on your mind, <laughs> yeah. I think. Uh, right. Well, Jen, do you want to do, do the next one? Mm. Um, we've had a Peter, I've no surname, just Peter, <laughs> um, email us um, asking us, apart from what the obvious social media sites that we use, what would be another website that we couldn't work without? Okay. Okay. Go on, okay. Industry secrets. Oh yeah. right. Go on, Jen. What be yours? Um. Well, I think for me, um, because I'm on social media quite a lot, um, I couldn't live without um a site called Canva, um, which is. Is that like Grinder or Tinder or something? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Canva is, is um, a great. Um, Canva is brilliant. Tool. Yeah. It's um. It basically, it's. How, how do I describe it? It's basically like a design, free design website um, where you can design posts that will fit Facebook, LinkedIn, because each site has their own different dimensions mm. for um, ideal posts. Um, and Canva is just brilliant and it's a case of you upload images and you can create nice testimonials um, and just get them branded up to suit which client that you're working with. Mm, yeah. It's so easy to use as well. And it keeps um, everything on brand because yeah. you see some posts for yeah. some businesses and they're so shockingly designed like they're using cartoons or animations that, that maybe just yeah. don't fit in line with all their other marketing. Yeah. So it's a good we, way of keeping our, everything on our brand. Our last podcast was about brand consistency actually. We had a bit of a chat, me, Tara and Jen, about that and the fact that... You did one without me. <gasps> another, another one. 
we're running the show now. I need to watch that one this afternoon because I yeah. watched the first half. It's pretty good. But I mean, we talked a little bit about our own logo, but also how there can be some businesses where they're so obsessed with perfecting the look. Every other week, they like bring out a new version of their logo, so you don't get give your customers the chance to get accustomed to what your look is and to get to know it. I mean, McDonald's hasn't changed the gold marches for probably like decades, mm. but everyone knows what it is. Mm. Anyway, going off topic again, but you can watch that podcast and go back and watch that one. Well, for me, I'd probably say the one site I can work with that would be Anchor. So we've recently, since doing podcasts, um, when we came up with the idea of doing podcasts, one thing we struggled with was getting it out there. So we thought, how are we going to get it out on multi-platforms um, as easy as possible? Um, and then we found Anchor, and it is such a good site. If you are interested in doing podcasts, really look into it, because all you necessarily have to do really is just upload your podcast put in the information and when you first start with them they will get you connected on all all mm. podcast platforms so like spotify uh, google play um apple Podcasts, any and all that there are possible um they they will put you out there so it's made the whole podcast production a lot more easier so yeah. that's the one I, I can look they let up. you schedule them to go yeah. out don't you yeah no, so, really. yeah, so yeah, if, there's, if I know that we're going to film multiple I can schedule it and know then I don't have to worry about going in and uploading it or anything mm -hmm. like that and it provides you with an embedding code so that means we can put it on our website, website. Yeah. so it has really made it very accessible and, and the ease of uh, ease of use is, is wonderful mm -hmm. so yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Katie? Um, not one that I definitely need, but I think it's helped us a lot. It's probably LastPass. Mm. Um, oh, okay. So passwords <laughs> oh, God, came, yeah. didn't become a problem, but um, it got a bit annoying. Certain things, like we were changing a lot of passwords, you know, to keep in for security measures. <laughs> um, certain people were remembering them, certain people weren't, and obviously we don't practice writing down or anything like that. Um, so we do use LastPass now and it, it just made things so much more easier. <laughs> no last minute WhatsApp to each other asking what password is to get into a particular client account or anything like that or social media account. So um, it, not as glamorous as the rest, but I think yeah. that's been really helpful yeah. to a lot of the team. Yeah, yeah that's true. Excellent. Okay. What, about, what about you, Lou? I'm what? asking everyone else because it's suddenly I thought. Oh, shit, Have you got one of your? I'm one now. I was going to say Canva. Jen's Jen's had that. Oh, so so. Uh, <laughs> oh, to Lou. Yeah, um, mine's actually getemoji.com. Hey. Hey. Damn, damn! I can use that. <laughs> um, I mean, it seems a bit um, pointless because it basically what it is, it's just one page which is a list of all current emojis laid out for you to copy and paste. Because I know on Facebook. Um, when you're creating status, it provides you with them all anyway. Or if you're on your phone, it's all there. But when you're working on desktop, yeah. if you're scheduling mm -hmm. across various platforms, it can be a bit of a pain. So I always have it open. That's like the first tab I open in the morning is get emoji. So then they're all there. <laughs> you're gonna scroll back and forth, copy and paste, and eventually you get to learn where they all are. It's <laughs> now in my brain, see it in where all the categories are. Yeah, well, that's a really yeah, handy yeah. one. It won't be applicable for everyone because obviously we have a range of clients with a range of tones um, and not all of them will be using emojis but you know some which are more sort of like accessible or more casual or informal um, an emoji can spice it up a little bit. So yeah. Because one of the questions we always ask when we're taking on social media clients is their thoughts on Emojis. Emoji. emoji or emojis? What's the thought? Emo oh. Emoji. <laughs> emoji. Emoji. That, that, could, that could be it. Like octopi. <laughs> we should uh, keep going on about our copywriting and attentions of grammar. And, but, um, Just making emoji. words up now. <laughs> yeah. So the rules are more hazy, I would yeah. say. As an English student, I would say. I'd say oh. just emoji. 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 But we always ask, though, because some clients, some businesses, 
don't want emojis associated with Yeah, some have a personal preference and they're sort of like, no, it looks bad and I don't mm. want to be associated with that sort of thing. Um, but w yeah, it, it depends for everyone, but it's all to do with tone actually, which could, that could be another subject of a podcast itself. Mm. But there's definitely a stat out there about how much more engagement a post with emojis will get. Yeah, because it catches your eye. It's like yeah. being able to put a tiny little picture inside and if a picture paints a thousand words, you get a few of those going on. It's something we've started doing on email subject lines as mm, well, because yeah. we know you can craft the perfect email, but if no one opens it, then you sort of wasted your time. Yeah. So that headline's very important. And you'll probably see that in your inbox when you look down, you want someone to leap out at mm. you. So if there's a headline and it's got an emoji, and that's a nice little trick. Yeah. But once it starts getting overused, it will lose its effectiveness. But at the moment, that's a nice little yeah. trick. Can you think of a website then, Andy, that you can't... So what was yours, Tara? Did you... Did I, you said, I said Anchor. <laughs> yeah, you can't uh, believe Lou, Andy, um, you, you did tell... Yeah. Um, you did say to me, Lou, um, not much a website, but you did say about Google Alerts recently to me and Lou. Oh, yeah, yeah that's, 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 that's quite... That's quite... saved him. That's been quite helpful. Oh, thanks, Kim. No, Google Alerts, that's very handy to... Get an email one, or to be honest, how often you want. But I've yeah. got mindset for once a day mm -hmm. to um, social media alerts, Facebook alerts, things like that. But I've got to say, the BBC News website every morning I do check that the business section, see what's going on in the world. But then that tends to be it. I try not to get too bogged down in news because a lot of it's very depressing, and I think <laughs> it's not going to have. I suppose it's not going to really make any difference to our business. So if it's just a piece of news that, yes, lots of bad stuff goes on, but to be honest, I don't really want to think about it when I'm yeah. working. Yeah. I and mean, I just get the week magazine. It gets delivered once a week, so every Sunday I sit down, and that gives you my summary of what's been going on in the world in the week. But every morning I have a quick look at BBC News. Can I live without it? Probably can. But um, <laughs> I'd probably have to say, well, I'd probably have to go with Canva, you know. That would probably be mine as well, because it's mm. just a oh, just a, a brilliant tool. A brilliant right? tool. Yeah. Well, we've got... Time for one more question, a quick question. Oh, right, okay. Uh, so Lucy Davis direct, message, uh, direct messaged us the other day. Or oh, DM. DM, yes. And she said, I'm really interested in digital marketing, but I have no idea how to start a career in it. How did you guys start, and do you do work placements or internships? That's good. Um, well, Lou actually started on yeah, Andy, which we explained in a podcast. Many podcasts, many moves ago. Yeah. And our lovely Alice started that way as and well. Yes. And we've yeah. had Isabel in actually um, for an interview as well. So we we've been really lucky with work experience people. Really, really yeah. lucky. We actually, I think, well, I kind of pride us on taking Picking on people, people as on for work experience and giving them a chance and opportunity. Um, so yes, we do do work placements. Yeah. Um, and. And how to start yeah. it. So actually, I mean, if you if you go onto YouTube and search Steve Jobs Hewlett Packard, you'll find a nice minute and a half video, and Steve Jobs shares a story about when he was twelve years old, and he rang up Bill Packard or whatever he was, the, the basically the owner of HP. And back in those days, literally his name was in the phone book. Because yeah. um, Steve Jobs was making some sort of techie piece of equipment, age twelve, and he needs something like a frequency converter. So basically, rang this guy up and asked if he had any spare parts. And on the back of that, he gave Steve Jobs like a part-time job working in yeah. the HP factory in the summer. And the whole message of this video was, if you don't ask, you don't, don't get to than ask. So if you're really interested, Lucy, in starting out in digital marketing, look at the kind of companies you want to work for and ask the question. If you want to send an email or pick up the phone, that's the first step. Yeah. And so many people don't want to ask. It's not gonna, it's not gonna come to you by magic. In fact, most of the, I say the people we've taken on um, whether it's full-time or work experience, it's people who just contact us yeah, yeah. with a nice email that's well-written, good spelling and grammar, yes. and there we go. Straight away, you've shown 
you've shown some initiative. I mean, sometimes you've had people drop in a handwritten letter. Yeah. And that's really so one, they've actually found out where our office is mm. and they've come round and they've they've posted a yeah. letter. So I think nothing can really beat shoe leather and a bit of initiative. Mm. Yeah. To yeah. be honest. You show yeah. initiative no matter what kind of work you're looking to get into, I think that really helped. Because, you know, it's a bit of a cutthroat world out there. So you've yeah. got what can I do? that not many of my yeah. mates are going to be yeah, it's a to tough. Me. It is a tough job, Mark, at the moment. I think for our generation, particularly maybe me and Tara, because we're in our early 20s, we kind of... We're of the generation where we pay £9,000 a year to go to university. Yeah. Um, free for me, you know, free. So well, we, paid by the tax. I think we understand um, that we had to yeah. pay a lot um, with the hope of not particularly getting anything back from having the degree and coming out of university um, was very frightening. Mm. Um, I think it probably was quite frightening um, for a lot of people at the moment. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people get kind of like displaced when they come out of university and just don't get given a, go a job straight away. I think you've got to really keep pushing for it. Like, yeah. I mean, so, so you graduated last year, Tyler, didn't you? I graduated so last year, Do you yeah. have mates who graduated that haven't got a job? Yeah, I know quite a few people. I um, do, I have mm -hmm. as well. Like, Especially I graduated in the three industry, years ago, yeah. and I've, still, I've got people who still haven't oh, well. got a proper job. I've got yeah. proper jobs, yeah. or people yeah. who wow. work in sort of like, you know, for retail companies. Yeah, a lot of people on industry. my course still trying to find a way to get into the industry because related to their degree. So many like English people ended up in like you know like sales or retail or yeah. mm -hmm. right. and they fell into the jobs like teaching or you know publishing right. and stuff like that. But it, it is hard. Yeah. yeah, I think. But Andy is right though, is that because everyone seems to have come out going, I've got a degree, or if they don't, they've got some kind of high level qualification. The thing that will make you stand out is not that, but your personality. Yeah, yeah. that's what will make you stand out, and that's why we tend to not look at CVs up front. We just want to get to know you, know who you are, what your writing style is like, and then afterwards we'll look at your CV just to you know check up on you. But it's more about what can you offer that makes you individual and makes you different and special. So, so when we were recruiting, we were recruiting at one point for I suppose quite a, a junior position, but then did you did you email or phone Jen uh, and, and you I asked emailed. if we basically changed the role yeah. for you, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, Jen actually got in and, touch yeah. because we I think we put out a vacancy for a part time role. And Jen it, couldn't yeah. accommodate that, she needed a full-time job, mm. so she got in touch nonetheless. Somebody else would have seen the ad and gone, oh, that's not for me, I won't mm. apply. But yeah. Jen took the time and the initiative to say, you know what, I'm going to try anyway. Mm. And we were so interested that we got in touch with her and we actually changed the job for her, basically, to make sure she'd get, she'd get it. Steve, so, Steve Jobs is right, you don't, you don't ask, you don't get. Yeah. <laughs> So there's four questions, right? How long have we done on that? We've done quite a lot. Of wow, that's not long, right? Yeah. Brilliant. But so like Andy said about don't ask, don't get. Send us in more questions if you want to know anything, mm -hmm. um, anything really about about the team, about what we do, um, and yeah. So but we'll we will answer them. Excellent. Any marketing <laughs> tips we can share with you? We will. Yeah, <laughs> Excellent. Right. See you next time. Bye. Bye. How's on? What? Twenty. Twenty-four. Shit. Yeah, I, I can feel it. Going I can on. feel it going on. Yeah. Bloody hell. But I'm not behind the camera, so I couldn't do this. Yeah. I was like, can I do it on the table? Twenty-four is <laughs> okay. That's still yeah, because okay. it's a group. It's one. not half an hour. The Q and A ones tend to be a bit longer. Cause right. Okay. There's so many of us as well taking turns. The podcasts. Podcasts. Podcast. 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 Podcast.